Chapter 19 of Tangled Trails, a Western Detective Story by William McLeod Rain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Tangled Trails, a Western Detective Story by William McLeod Rain. Chapter 19 A Discovery. The men from Wyoming stepped into the elevator and Kirby pressed the button numbered three. At the third floor they got out and turned to the right. With the Yale key his cousin had given him, Kirby opened the door of apartment 12. He knew that there was not an inch of space in the rooms that the police and the newspaper reporters had not raked as with a fine-tooth comb for clues. The desk had been ransacked, the books and magazines shaken, the rugs taken up. There was no chance that he would discover anything new unless it might be by deduction. Wild Rose had reported to him the result of her canvass of the tenants. One or two of them she had missed, but she had managed to see all the rest. Nothing of importance had developed from these talks. Some did not care to say anything. Others wanted to gossip a whole afternoon away but knew no more than what the newspapers had told them. The single fact that stood out from her inquiries was that those who lived in the three apartments nearest to number 12 had all been out of the house on the evening of the 23rd. The man who rented the rooms next those of Cunningham had left for Chicago on the 22nd and had not yet returned to Denver. Cole took in the easy chairs, the draperies, and the soft rugs with an appreciative eye. The old boy believed in solid comfort. You wouldn't think to look at this that he'd spend a year on a Bronx back bucking blizzards. Some luxury, I'll say. Looks like one of them palaces of the vamp ladies the movies show. Kirby wasted no time in searching the apartment for evidence. What interested him was its entrances and its exits, its relation to adjoining rooms and buildings. He had reason to believe that between nine o'clock and half-past ten on the night of the 23rd, not less than eight persons in addition to Cunningham had been in the apartment. How had they all managed to get in and out without being seen by each other? Lane talked aloud partly to clear his own thought and partly to put the situation before his friend. Of course, I don't know every one of the eight was here. I'm guessing from facts I do know, making inferences, as you might say. To begin with, I was among those present. So was Rose. We don't need to guess any about that. Cole, still almost incredulous at the mention of Rose as a suspect, opened his lips to speak and closed them again with no word uttered. He was one of those loyal souls who can trust without asking for explanations. "'The lady of the violet perfume and her escort were here,' Kirby went on. "'At least she was. Most probably he was, too.' It's a cinch the hulls were in the rooms. They were scared stiff when I saw them a little later. They lied on the witness stand so as to clear themselves and get me into trouble in their place. 
Olson backs up the evidence. He good as told me he'd seen Hull in my uncle's rooms. If he did, he must have been present himself. Then there's the Jap, Horikawa. He'd beat it before the police went to his room to arrest him at daybreak the morning after the murder. How did he know my uncle had been killed? It's not likely anyone told him between half-past ten and half-past five next morning. No, sir. He knew it because his eyes had told him so. I'll say he did, agreed Sanborn. Good enough. That makes eight of us that came and went. We don't need to figure on Rose and me. I came by the door and went by the fire escape. She walked upstairs and down, too. The violet lady and the man with her took the stairs down. We know that. But how about Hull and Olson and the Jap? Here's another point. Say it was 9.50 when Rose got here. My uncle didn't reach his rooms before nine o'clock. He changed his shoes, put on a smoking jacket, and lit a cigar. He had it half-smoked before he was tied to the chair. That cuts down to less than three-quarters of an hour, the time in which he was chloroformed, tied up to the chair, and shot, and in which at least six people paid a visit here one of the six staying long enough to go through his desk and look over a whole lot of papers. Some of these people were sure enough treading close on each other's heels, and I reckon some were making quick getaways. "'Looks reasonable,' Cole admitted. "'I'll bet I wasn't the only man in a hurry that night, and not the only one trapped here. The window of the den was open when I came.' Don't you reckon someone else beat it by the fire escape? Might have. They passed into the small room where James Cunningham had met his death. Broad daylight though it was, Kirby felt for an instant a tightening at his heart. In imagination he saw again the gargoyle grin on the dead face upturned to his. With an effort he pushed from him the gruesome memory. The chair in which the murdered man had been found was gone. The district attorney had taken it for an exhibit at the trial of the man upon whom evidence should fasten. The littered papers had been sorted and most of them removed, probably by James Cunningham, Jr. Otherwise, the room remained the same. The air was close. Kirby stepped to the window and threw it up. He looked out at the fire escape and at the wall of the rooming house across the alley. Denver is still young. It offers the incongruities of the West. The Paradox Apartments had been remodeled and were modern and up-to-date. Adjoining it was the Wyndham Hotel, a survival of earlier days which could not long escape the march of progress. Lane and his friend stepped out to the platform of the fire escape. Below them was the narrow alleyway, directly in front the iron frame of the Wyndham fire escape. A discovery flashed across Kirby's brain and startled him. "'See here, Cole. 
if a man was standin on that platform over there and if my uncle had been facin him in a chair sittin in front of the window he could have rested his hand on that railin to take aim and made a dead center shot cole thought it out yes he could if your uncle had been facin the window but the chair wasn't turned that way you told me not when i saw it but someone might have moved the chair afterward the champion of the world grinned seems to me old man you're travelin a wide trail this trip if someone tied up the old man and chloroformed him and left him here convenient then moved him back to the wall after he'd been shot then someone on the fire escape could have done it what's the need of all them ifs since someone in the room had to be in the thing we can figure he fired the shot too whilst he was doing the rest besides your uncle's face was powder marked showing he was shot from right close yes that's so agreed lane surrendering his brilliant idea reluctantly a moment and his face brightened look cole the corridor of that hotel runs back from the fire escape if a fellow had been standing there he could have seen into the room if the blind wasn't down sure enough agreed sanborn if the murderer had given him an invite to a grandstand seat but probably he didn't no but it was hot that night a man roomin at the windham might have come out to get a breath of air say and if he had he might have seen something some more of them ifs son what are you drivin at anyhow olson maybe it was from there he saw what he did sanborn's face lost its whimsical derision his blue eyes narrowed in concentration of thought that's good guessin kirby it may be way off then again it may be absolutely correct let's find out if olson stayed at the windham whilst he was in denver he'd be more apt to hang out nearer the depot unless he chose the windham to be near my uncle maybe so but if he did it wasn't because he meant the old man any good prove to me that the swede stay there and i'll say he's as liable as hull to be guilty he could have throwed a rope around that stone curlicue stickin up out there above us swung across to the fire escape here and walked right in on cunningham lane's quick glance swept the abutment above and the distance between the buildings you're shoutin cole he could have done just that or he might have been waitin in the room for my uncle when he came home yes more likely that was the way of it if we're on a hot trail at all we'll check up on that first chances are ten to one we're barkin up the wrong tree right away we'll have a look at the windham register they did the windham was a rooming house rather than a hotel but the landlady kept a register for her guests 
she brought it out into the hall from her room for the wyoming men to look at there under date of the twenty-first they found the name they were looking for oscar olson had put up at the wyndham he had stayed three nights checking out on the twenty-fourth the friends walked into the street and back toward the paradox without a word as they stepped into the elevator again lane looked at his friend and smiled i've a notion mr olson had a right interestin trip to denver he said quietly i'll say he had answered sanborn and that ain't but half of it either he's mighty apt to have another interestin one here one of these days end of chapter nineteen